Hey, Rich Friends, it's Dr. T-Mac here, and thanks for watching the T-Mac Inspired Show. On today's episode, I have an awesome, awesome guest who flew in to spend some time with your girl. Listen, you do not want to miss this episode. Stay tuned. Dr. T-Mac here. Listen, I can't wait to introduce you to my very special guest today. I, you guys may know her as V the NP, but this is my home girl. This is my friend. This is my, my sperm partner. She is all of that in a bag of chips. And I want you guys to meet her as well. I want to introduce her to you guys so that you will know how fantabulous she is as well. So welcome, Doc. I said Dr. V. Uh-oh, I must be speaking something. Well, actually, <laughs> I just don't use it. I just don't use it. So, yeah. Okay, then. But people know you as V, the NP. They do, yes. Where did that come from? Um, I actually was given that name by a person who was doing my branding back in 2018. And I hated it. Why? But it, it stuck, though. V, the NP, I like it. Yeah, I thought it was kind of... I thought it was a little amateur. Mm. I did. I thought it was a little amateur. Mind you, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. Let's talk about that. Ooh, Jesus. You want to start at where I didn't have any money, had money, didn't, didn't have any money, and all then that, that, all, that, all, that. all the things. <laughs> so all the things. Um, yeah, I started out um, as an RN mm -hmm. and uh, got tired of working, of course, at the hospital, like everybody else, <laughs> um, and knew that there was more. Okay. So I opened up a home care business and had a partner. Don't do that. And it did not go as well as I thought. So I literally had to start over, walked away from that business, started so over. Wait, 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 wait. You, See you there? had a, well, See you there? had a partner. I did. And you said, don't do that. Yeah, no. Why not? Um, for me personally, it was not mutually beneficial. Okay. So collaborations and partnerships only work when it's mutually beneficial. When both parties are invested and both parties have the same amount to lose. I just want to unpack this so many ways. You know, I'm like, oh. okay, so let's start here. Let's start here. If I was a new entrepreneur mm -hmm. and I didn't have enough confidence to go out by myself and start this business venture. Okay. And I know I need, I need a little help, a partner, somebody, you know, that had more confidence in me than I did or more money. And I had the skills or whatever. What are some of the things that as a new entrepreneur, I should look for in get a partner, a, get a coach. Number one, skip the partner, get a coach, get a coach. Cause a lot of times the only reason you want a partner is because you're afraid to do it by yourself. Mm. So what does a coach do? Mm -hmm. What does a coach do for a new entrepreneur? A coach will, my favorite tagline is, I want you to borrow my confidence until you have your own. Mm. So I don't listen to people who haven't done the thing that I want to do. Mm. A lot of times you have people um, that want to lead you, but they've never actually done the thing. So you can't tell me there's a pothole down the street if you've not walked down the street. 
So a lot of times people are misguided. Um, they get excited, they're motivated, and um, motivation does not get you to millions. Discipline does. Understanding the system does. And we like the bright and shiny objects. We like that um, because it makes us feel good. But mm -hmm. entrepreneurship doesn't always feel good. It doesn't always feel good. A lot of times it's painful. <laughs> a lot of times no, it's, it's painful. It's very, very painful. Um, the lessons, right? So you have losses, you have lessons, and you have blessings. And my experience was in having a partner, we did not bring the same thing to the table. Mm. And so um, we made a lot of money very quickly. And because I did not know who I was getting into the partnership with, mm -hmm. um, it did not work well for me. So when I saw that the end result was not going to be what I thought it was going to be, it was time to go. It was time to go. Um, that and the fact that she stole $40,000 from me. Mm. But I didn't have any recourse, though. I didn't tea? have any recourse, though, right? Because I didn't know. <laughs> right. I didn't know that I needed an attorney. I didn't know that I needed to have a partnership agreement, right? So if both names are on the checking account and you go pull all the money out, I have no recourse. Mm. because your name's on the account. True. So you have to make sure that you are um, diligent enough. You do your due diligence and you understand what you're getting into. Mm. A lot of times we don't. It's a great idea. We're excited. We're ready to make some money, but we don't think about what happens when Mad Day comes. The legalities behind the thing that yep. we want to do. Yep. Let me ask you this, because I know this, you know, we've had conversations, you know, you were a multimillionaire at one point mm -hmm. in your career mm -hmm. and you lost it all. Mm -hmm. And then so. All. I lost all that I had and that that I didn't have either. Let's talk about that. <laughs> because <laughs> you lose what you tangibly have, but what you don't see is the effect that it has on you moving forward. Because then I was scared to go back and do it again. So what made you go back? I had to eat. <laughs> ah, it's time to eat. <laughs> I had to eat. I had a kid to take care of. Um, you know, I had been married for, you know, almost 20 years and people want the lifestyle or they want what they see, but they don't know what it took you to get there. Mm -hmm. So you're talking to someone who built the $2 million forever home, lost it, um, had the cars and all the things, the bags, had to sell all that because I had bills to pay. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the reality is no one teaches you what to do when it doesn't work. Mm. They only teach you the good things. They only show you what happens when you win. They don't show you how to rebuild. And so for me, it took a lot of prayer. Um, it took a lot of studying. It took a lot of me motivating myself and going through those pitfalls and, and just saying, hey, how, how did I get here? Number mm -hmm. one, um, how do I get out of it and how do I make sure it never happens again? So it was a it was a, a hard lesson. It really, really was. And so there wasn't anyone, the people that I thought were my friends, when you have all the things and you're doing the when you're fine doing well. dining, right? Mm -hmm. And you're riding around in the expensive cars and you can take the trips and all that. Um, your true friends will show up when you need them. Mm. And so did you have anybody to show up? Um, a few. A few people that I still I'm friends with to this day mm -hmm. um, that understand who I was as a person, right? Um, and not the things that I had. Mm -hmm. I'm a giver anyway. Right, right, right. I always have been. Um, 
but you need people who are not going to take advantage mm -hmm. of that, um, especially when you're already at your lowest point. Right. So you need someone who can, can we curse on here? Okay, I won't. You know I have a, a cursing jar over here in the, in the corner. I'm going to put some if money in it. you curse, you got to put a dollar I'm put some money in it. I'm going to put some money in it because <laughs> <laughs> I was angry. I was angry at a lot of people. Mm. Um, I was angry at God. I was angry at my husband at the time. I was angry at the partner who, you know, did what she did. I was angry at myself for not knowing because I felt like, you're a smart girl. You should have known this. How, how did you let this happen? What does that look yeah. like when you're, when you're, I'm going to say, use the word on top, mm -hmm. the phrase on top. When you're on top and you're making millions, you have millions, you have assets, you have the things. What does it, at what point, you know, when you start feeling things go away and you can't stop it, you know how you want to stop it. What does that look like? Um, Desperation can put you in a mental state that you can't get out of alone. Mm. Um, it took, and nobody knew. That's the thing. So we're good at masking. Sure. We're good at making a thing look great. And so I was really good at masking. I've done it all my life. Right. Mm. And so for me, it was, hey, how are you? And everything's doing well go home and crying because you literally got $25 in your checking account, right? Mm. Or you can't get a checking account because you don't bounce so many checks. Mm. Or the money that you had in the bank, you took it out because you were afraid that the IRS is going to garnish it. So you took that money and hid it in a closet. Like I've done all the things, right? Mm. Um, and so that looks like you not eating, not sleeping. It looks like you uh, drinking too much, right? It looks like you doing all the the vices, they just start to come. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're good at being a shower, mm -hmm. then you're able to, what people think you're coping when you're drowning on the inside. Like it's, I remember working three jobs and um, in the midst of all of that. And my husband at the time was at home taking care of the daughter mm -hmm. because we were working together. So when the business started to fail, we couldn't afford his six-figure salary anymore. So he was at, he was the stay-at-home dad. Mm -hmm. I was working three jobs. I had flown to probably three or four states within a two- or three-day span. I woke up. I didn't know what state I was in. Mm. Freaked me out. I called a girlfriend that actually works for me to this day, a nurse practitioner. I called her and I said, don't think I'm crazy, but I don't know where I am. She said to me, I need you to take your phone, walk outside and look around. I walked out of the hotel room. I looked, of course, the hotel is like a hallway. So she said, I'm going to stay on the phone with you until you go downstairs and we're going to see where you are. She literally stayed on the phone with me. I walked downstairs to the front desk and I gave the phone to the front desk clerk mm. and I let her talk because I was at this point, I'm crying, I'm hysterical. And I it was on speaker and my girlfriend said, I need you to understand what I'm about to tell you because I think my girlfriend's having a nervous breakdown. Mm. Can you tell her what state she's in, what city she's in, and what hotel she's at right now? That lady looked at me and gave me all that information and they took care of me. Mm. So at that moment, I knew I couldn't keep going the way that I was going. You can't keep working three jobs and then you know, trying to manage all the things by yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't. So at some point you have to ask for help. And so I went to therapy. 
That was the first time I went to therapy because I, I knew that I was at my wit's end mm -hmm. and something had to give or I wasn't going to be here. Mm. So that is how I coped. Right. Um, that is an extreme case um, of the level of exhaustion and stress. That was that, coming down. Coming yeah. off of, I have all the things that I want. Because you're trying to save it. Mm. You're trying to save the $2 million house. You're trying to save the BMWs, the Lexuses, the Mercedes. You're trying to save the image. You're trying to save. My daughter was in private school. At that point, I think tuition might have been $3,000 a month. Mm. My mortgage was, I don't know, six or seven. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. So before you even eat, you're already at 10 grand. Right. So I'm working, trying to maintain all of those things. But when you're making that level of money, you can't work enough for that. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes right? a lot of sense. They're only 24 hours in a day, right? So you can't work enough to make $9,000 as an RN. What, what right. did you, who, right. who paying you? What hospital this is, is paying you that? This is pre-COVID, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right. No COVID pay. <laughs> but even post-COVID, it don't last. No, it doesn't last. It doesn't last. So when you, okay, so you lost everything. Mm -hmm. You had your nervous breakdown. You went through therapy. Mm -hmm. You, still. You're still in therapy. Still. You found, what did you That's find? That's like paying my light bill. It's in my budget. <laughs> it's in my budget. What did it, you <laughs> find though? It's in your budget. So it, it has to work. It has to be important if it's in the budget. What did you find while you were in therapy at that time? Me. Because I lost who was Veronica? I lost me in there. So me was the wife, the mom, the entrepreneur, right? The the boss. And so what I lost was the reason that I was doing it. It couldn't be everybody was like, you gotta find your why. Your why is your kid. Them jokers gonna grow up and leave you. My why is my spouse. I'm divorced. <laughs> say say less. Yeah. Um, so if you don't understand why you are doing what it is you're doing. It, you're doing it for nothing because mm -hmm. at the end of the day you have to ultimately find what happy is for you what's that for you happy for me is doing like we did earlier <laughs> I love water it's mm -hmm. peace for me right but I didn't I didn't learn that until this I didn't, mm -hmm. didn't learn that until I was going through so water for me you know I'll go to the lake it's peaceful it's quiet it's um you know candles it's scents you see why I lit the candles for you. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's not <laughs> every day. When I go home every day to this day, I light candles. They have to be eucalyptus because it's cleansing for me. Right. Um, and so the candle, the fire, the mood music, depending on where I am spiritually mm -hmm. that day, <clears throat> if I'm feeling drained, um, I can't listen to music with words. Mm -hmm. it has to be instrumental for me, for me to fill my cup back up. So mm -hmm. I had to figure out what those things were that were, that made me happy, mm -hmm. that put me in a mindset of, you know what, girl, you, you all right. right. I had to figure that out. I didn't know that before because so, I was always running around. Mm. I was busy. Mm. So people think I like myself. You don't know yourself because you're always with something or there's always noise around you. Mm -hmm. People I don't call it noisy. Exactly. It's real noisy. Exactly. So you have to get quiet enough to understand who you are, what you need, and what fills you, then you can go do the work. Do you meditate? All the time. Girl, even in the car. Mm -hmm. People be thinking, huh, huh, they're blowing a horn. I'm like, oh, 
because you, mm-hmm. I find myself going to that place, mm-hmm. right? Depending on what, where I'm going or, um, you know, what I'm about to do, mm-hmm. I find little, and it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. People think you have to meditate for 30 minutes. My brain's too busy for that. If I can find two or three minutes to get quiet, to center myself. That is enough. And focus on whatever the thing is I have to do. Um, for me, that's enough. So what made you start? When did you said? When did you say, okay, I found my happy place. I'm good with where I am. Now it's time to rebuild. Um, for me, that was, and I hate to say this, but it was after I left my husband. Mm. Well, that makes sense. It was after that. Um, I got to a point where I could no longer sacrifice me for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I understood that part, it was easy for me to say, you know what? I can no longer do this thing mm-hmm. because if I stay here, I'm not going to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you get to a point a lot of times where so much happens that you can't clean it up. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And I'm not just talking about relationships, <laughs> just period. So much happens that you can't clean it up. You have to stop and start over. For sure. For, for me, that was a stop and start over moment. Mm-hmm. And moving forward, the clean slate was, what can I do as far as, you know, reestablishing myself in business where I know I can take care of myself, I can take care of my daughter, and I can secure a future for the both of us, irregardless of what's happening in the economy. Mm-hmm. So, so what was the first thing you did? I went back <clears throat> to school. I went back to school because initially my first, you know, multi-millions, I was a, a registered nurse. I wasn't an MP. Mm-hmm. So I went back to school, um, became an, a nurse practitioner, and then started a house calls practice based on my reputation in the city that I was living in. Because mm-hmm. I had worked with so many people that knew me. They knew my, you know, my, um, my work ethic. Mm-hmm. They knew that I'm not going to do anything crazy. So I literally, and I talk about it all the time, relationships are so important. Mm-hmm. They're so important. So that's how I advertise. It was word of mouth because I couldn't afford a huge marketing budget. Mm-hmm. So grassroots marketing. I literally knocked on doors, you know, started talking to people that I knew. Um, that so could, what service did you offer? House calls. So I was doing primary care. Okay. All my business were $65. Really? All my business was $65. So it was a minute clinic model. Okay. Um, and so, you know, very uh, acute type of ailments that you could, you know, get in and get out. So $65. I called on some of the um, relationships that I had in some of the more affluent areas. Mm -hmm. And so um, when my divorce was final, I was able to go buy this Maserati. That was my gift to myself, right? People are like, my God, you got a $100,000 car. I did. And so I started doing my house calls in that Maserati. And so they hashtagged it. Somebody called the news and was like, you know, there's this nurse practitioner in town and does a wonderful job. So the news crew got a hold of the story mm-hmm. and they hashtagged it Maserati Medicine. Blew ah, up. After really? That. Yep. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Just like organic. Now that was all organic. All. All. So what do you say to people? Because we know, we know the, the, the internet streets and the social media streets. We know that people think that they have to spend um, six figures a year in advertising, marketing, and this and that, and they 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 spend all this money on logos and websites, but they're broke. <laughs> I'm gonna drink. Can I? <clears throat> I'll have one too. Go ahead. I know you are enjoying this podcast episode. I know you are. I 
I told you be the MP with the bomb, didn't I? Listen, listen, if you are a female professional or female entrepreneur and you are looking for a community of women like V, the MP, like myself, like some of my other rich friends that you guys have seen on my podcast, listen, we I have a community. It's called the Rich Friends Circle. We are in this thing having fun. We are making money. We are learning how to do things at a higher level together not separately but together if that is you and you want to be a part go ahead and click the link in the description and join us you'll get your first week free just to check it out see if you like the rich rich friend circle um but yeah we would love to have you go ahead back to the episode i think it's what we've been taught uh we've been taught that it has to be showy it has to be big flicks um, and not taking into consideration where people really are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I coach, I mentor, but I try to meet people where they are. They have these grandiose expectations because that's what they've seen. Mm. They've seen, you know, people um, on social media. Now, mind you, social media is new. So when I first got started with entrepreneurship, it was grassroots, knocking on doors, guerrilla marketing, right? You're sending mailers out. It's all about who you know. You're going by the offices. You're you know, dropping off media kits, whereas now you have, um, you know, exposure to so many different people via the internet. But the issue is people don't understand they make their money in their community. So if you don't have any relationships where you are, I may not necessarily have a a patient come from Washington State Mm -hmm. to North Carolina Mm -hmm. for me to treat them, Mm -hmm. but you have access to them via the internet. And so you want to make sure that whatever the service that you're offering um, or product that you're selling, you start with grassroots marketing because you have to make sure the relationship is there. Because if ever this goes away, we don't own any of the social media Come platforms. On. We don't own Facebook. We don't own Instagram. You don't own Snapchat, Twitter, uh, TikTok. TikTok. Don't own any of it. Mm-hmm. It goes down. And these people who are just on the internet making their money, mm-hmm. they don't make money when that goes down. Mm-hmm. My business isn't affected in the community because mm-hmm. those people still know where I am, mm-hmm. right? And I'm still going to provide an excellent service. So when they're spending all of their money on marketing, number one, it's got to be done the right way. And you should only be spending about 10%. You should only be spending about 10%. So if you're spending 100000 then I think you should have a million-dollar business. And you if should. you don't, I'm going to need you to back that down. Right. Right. And it doesn't happen overnight. Mm. You put up one digital flyer, you do one TikTok, you do a reel and you think tomorrow you're a millionaire. That ah. is not realistic. But but we think it is because it's been shown, shown that way, that way. Yeah. It, it's not real. No, it's not real at all. You said a couple of things that I want to talk. I wanted to point out. One thing you said um, was that it starts within your community first. Mm-hmm. This is something that is totally overlooked and is skipped over. People want to reach people outside of their community. They don't know you. Right. If they don't know you, they don't like you. They don't trust you. They can't do business with you. Right. There's a thin line when you say community versus friends and family. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about that because we know friends and family, family, is not your ideal client. Right. And even if they are, nine times out of 10, they're going to give somebody else the money and not you. For sure. To do whatever the thing is. For sure. Um, 
But I think a lot of it is understanding that you have to have a combined marketing strategy. There should be some online, but there should be offline community-based marketing as well. But you're not taught that because the, the <laughs> number one, you got to do some work. People don't want to work. They don't want to put in the time that it takes to build relationships, right? And so I always tell people, you don't really like me because you don't know me. Mm-mm. You like what I can do for you. You like the fact that I'm solving a problem for you, which is fine, right? Um, and I understand that the psychology of people does not change. I don't care if you are a $100 million, trillion dollar you know, um, entrepreneur or you're just getting started. The psychology of why you're buying doesn't change. The psychology of the fact that you want great customer service doesn't change. You need a great experience, that doesn't change. And so we get confused when we're looking at people who are telling you, hey, do A, B, and C, and you're going to be rich tomorrow. That's Mm-mm. a lie. Mm-mm. That is a lie. From the pit of and if you're not rich tomorrow, you think you there's something wrong with you and there's not. Mm-hmm. There's not. Everybody's learning curve is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to make sure that you become an expert at the thing that you say you're an expert at. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just business integrity mm-hmm. that a lot of people lack. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is one thing I, I've learned, you know, by us being friends, from us mm-hmm. being friends. When just watching you and, and, you know, your business acumen, Mm -hmm. what the one thing that I've learned is that no matter what business you're in, I don't look at it as a business because your model stays the same. Oh, absolutely. You just, and you just broke it down. Like your model stays the same. I said it today when we were riding in a car, I was like, I didn't know you had a staffing company. You know what I mean? Your model is the same. You, you have great, great communication skills. Mm-hmm. You give people a great experience. You're not out here, buy my this, buy my that, buy my this. You say the same thing. It's basic. You mm-hmm. got to treat people right. You got to do this. When I hear you teaching other people, you're saying this. it works for any business. Absolutely. And that's why I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know you had this business. I didn't know you had that. Because you, you stay the course. Mm-hmm. But Some, people don't, though. People don't because they listen. People are impatient. Number one, you know, we're the microwave society. We want it right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But what you're seeing now is the culmination of me doing this for 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. That's what people don't understand. So before there was a Instagram, Viva MP, Veronica did the same thing before anybody was able to see it. I just did it on a smaller scale in my community. Mm. Right. And I say smaller scale is in visual. But monetarily, the numbers have always been there. Mm-hmm. We were, I was always making the money until I didn't. Um, but, <laughs> but then, then you, you did. But then you did, right? <laughs> but then I did. It's like, okay. So if somebody is trying to start a business and they don't understand <clears throat> the steps that you have to go through, right? Mm-hmm. The startup, the growth phase, the phase where you scale your business, the, the, the phase where you... Um, There's a honeymoon phase there too. Yeah, where everything is great and then it's not. <laughs> Until it's but they not. don't understand like how you can grow by um, subtraction. What I mean by that is people think, oh, I'm just going to keep adding staff. Well, sometimes when you take away staff, I have fired everybody in businesses and have had explosive growth. Mm. 
because the number of people that you have working for you does not always dictate the amount of money that you're going to make. Come on. What about all these? My team. I got a team. I got a team. You're broke. Mm. You might need to let this team go. And mm. I did it. I wasn't broke, though. But I did it. Mm -hmm. I, I had a team, and I was paying my team a lot of money, but they didn't see my vision. Right. And I couldn't grow my business the way I wanted to grow it because they didn't see my vision. I got rid of the team. And I literally had to reset, hit the reset button. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? I built a team, guess, right here in the house. Mm -hmm. Explosive numbers. The, the amount of, and this is what people don't understand. Once you tell the truth, however ugly it is, once you get to that point mm -hmm. and you don't care what people think and you genuinely want to have a great, successful business, you want it to be solid, you have systems in place, it will grow. It will to. absolutely grow. It you don't to. have to have all the things, right? Or the people. Mm -mm. You, you, don't. Have, you, have you to need have the, the right, right people. people. <laughs> <laughs> you need the right people. You need the right system. Exactly. And if you got the right systems and the right people, mm -hmm. that's when you're really a CEO. Mm -hmm. No, they not. That ain't what the internet say. The industry I know, is, but as I'm soon as you saying, open a business, you're the CEO, baby. And I be oh, like, the CEO of what? Of what? No, don't nobody know you. What? What you doing? Chief Executive Officer of what? I'm of what? To tell you. I'm, I'm like, what are you doing? So I get it, you know. I've been in business since 1996. You, you 20, yeah, you, we the same. I'm, I'm, yeah, tw that's 26 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ooh, yeah. So, but, you know, I was a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. And I was standing behind a chair. Well, I didn't know anything about business, right? I just knew standing behind a chair, I'm making people happy, feel good, the experience. Right customer service, everything right. you just said, mm -hmm. right? I had all of that started in the community, started small, you know, name got big. By the time I retired from doing hair, if you missed your appointment, which nobody did, but if you did, you had to wait because I was already booked out a month or two in advance. I had no opening. Mm -hmm. You know how many people ran that business for me? How many? Two. two. Me? And my assistant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a team. I didn't. I, I advertised twice in 23 years. I advertised twice. I paid for advertising twice. See? And that's how important. And whoever's listening, watching, listen to this. Listen, Linda. <laughs> I don't care how much money you dump in advertising. If you are not providing quality customer service, that money is going down the drain. Because once you get the people, you got to learn how to treat the people or know how to treat the people. You can have money, a lot of money in marketing, but if you don't have the basics, you got to treat people the way you want to be treated. You got to give them that experience. Listen, I was not the best hairstylist. I know that. But what I did was I provided things that the other hairstylists didn't. Mm -hmm. When they walked in, I didn't have a sitting area, a waiting area. They walked in, they sat in the chair and got started getting their hair done. Mm -hmm. How many times have you gone to a salon 
or said, I'm not going back because I had to wait four hours before she touched my head. Let me tell you what I don't do. Okay. Is wait. Period. <laughs> Period. So, so guess what? I Mm-mm. was known for that. Mm-hmm. I was known you get in, you get out. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but I was known for being timely. Mm. She doesn't mm-hmm. waste my time. Right. Right. She knows she listens to me. I tell her what I want. She gives me what I want mm-hmm. and she doesn't waste my time. Right. I wasn't the best. Right. But I had the best customer service. Right. What I was good at, I was great at. Absolutely. That's what matters. Absolutely. I have a, a tagline that I say um, in my coaching sessions. I always say, be great at what you're good at. That's it. That's it. You just got to learn to close the sale. People don't think they're salesmen. Or I don't do sales. Yes, you do. Every Girl, day. I used <laughs> to tell my husband day. that. I ain't no salesman. I don't, I don't sell. I don't sell. He said every body is a salesman mm-hmm. everybody yep if you wake up and brush your teeth mm-hmm. you're a salesman because you don't want you're selling people to say i don't have stinky breath mm-hmm. absolutely but we don't we don't we are very self-limiting right oh we have these God. self-limiting beliefs about what we can do what we can't do what we like to do what we don't like to do um you have to do what you have to do until you can afford to do the things that you want to do and that you like to do mm-hmm. but you have to you you listen you gotta, you gotta pay the price. You gotta pay, you the, gotta price. pay the price, right? We wanna, we want instant gratification. We want the millions, um, but we don't wanna put the time in. And a lot of people mm-hmm. have, they don't have a, a problem with vision. Mm-hmm. They have a problem with discipline. It's a discipline problem. Mm-hmm. It's a discipline problem. Yep. I, this is something I always tell, this is something I say, and I, I, I say it to the boys a lot. Discipline, I don't listen to, I'm not going to go to a dentist with rotten teeth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's not disciplined enough to take care of his own teeth. He he can't take care of mine. I'm not going to pay him to take care of mine. Right. I'm not going to go to um, a hairstylist and our hair is all over the place. Mm -hmm. Where's the discipline? Mm -hmm. That lets me know that at any given time, she's going to quit on me. Because she's already quit you, you on herself. Oh, you better say it. So discipline will out, it'll outlast a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Discipline will outlast skill. Oh, absolutely. You can have oh, the mindset. Absolutely. You can have, uh, you can have the mindset. You can have the tool set. And you, if you, if you lack um, the skill set, but you have discipline, mm-hmm. maybe. Discipline is what keeps you consistent. And the consistency of building a solid business is what you need. You can't be selling tea today. You're doing business credit tomorrow. Oh, shoot. You flipping more tea, y'all. Day. More tea. You, you know, <laughs> you're throwing spaghetti on the wall just to see what sticks, right? And the reason that you're not successful is because you're schizophrenic. Listen, you gotta say this. I, I <laughs> you said this in the car. I hear e-booking. What I say? <laughs> They that? be out here ebooking. What is that? You put listen. If it's Googleable, don't put it in the ebook. Don't put like d- don't do that. No Chat GPT now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chat GPT now. It's it's you know because it's um it's insulting. Mm. I think it's insulting. Don't insult me and then ask me for money. Mm. That's crazy to me. But everybody is taught to do an ebook and you know to get started. That's wonderful. I've taught people how to do an ebook, but what I've said is, don't you put information in that ebook that I can Google. 
Because if that's the case, I don't need your ebook. I need you to give me some, some gems. Steps. Exactly. Steps. And some transactionable, tangible things that I can do that I can't just Google. Mm -hmm. Because if that's the case, you're not an asset to me. Mm. You want people to work with you. You want to sell a service because you're an asset to them. Mm -hmm. I don't need to Google how to boil water. What? For sure, for sure. <laughs> you don't need an ebook to tell you how to boil water. Right. You Google it. I don't even need to Google it. Like, but yeah, but sure. we, you know, we're so um, we've been conditioned that that's the way to get started, and you have to have a funnel, and you have to. Man, look, you've got a good product. You got some. Listen, you are decent even in your marketing. You have great customer service. You can make money. I don't care what it is. I don't it's care what the product is. I don't care. You can, and you can build a great business model. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be fashioned behind the one, two, three ABCs that the latest guru is telling you to do, mm -hmm. right? You have to figure out what works for you. So what are you doing these days? Being a mommy. My daughter's about to graduate. Let's not start with the tears. I know. Um... I'm entering into the new chapter, right? And so getting rid of the big house, getting rid of all my cars, because I'm like, I don't need this stuff. So I'm downsizing. Um, I'm Wait a minute. I saw where you're down downsizing to. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> like, what? Okay. Well, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a downsize in the high rise on the 40th floor of the penthouse. But, oh, it's beautiful. But I'm excited about it. And so, you know, um, I'm going to be... Um, open and receptive to all things that are good coming my way. I'm expecting business to listen, 10 exit this year, mm -hmm. honestly, um, with some things that I have coming down the pipeline, but I'm working with a smaller group of people. I don't have to, I've taught 4,000 people IV hydration over the past uh, four, almost five years. Um, and my mentorship programs, I've downsized and so I'm only working with 50 people, but they're going to get, they're going to, I'm going to give them the business, like mm. all the things that they, for IV hydration, for anything. Ooh. Okay. Because like business is business. business it it is doesn't business. matter if it's IV hydration, staff and home care, real, real estate. estate. <laughs> it's business. Business right. is business. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. Mm. What changes is you and how you comprehend and execute. Execute. Right. You can execute on a smaller level. You can go big if you want to. Right. Creating community. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really, really um, I feel very strongly about creating genuine communities mm -hmm. um, for women in business and where we can have authentic conversation. Um, yeah. And there's no, you know, that whole collaboration over competition. Let me tell you something. <laughs> More tea. I got so tired of hearing um, that rhetoric because it comes from like, you have to like women to empower women, right? You can't have these environments where mean girls, <sighs> I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Mean this is girls. the first time I've said that out loud. You know, I rem I had COVID in 2021 mm -hmm. and almost died. Mm -hmm. Um, and coming out of that, even for me, diagnosed me with um, long COVID. Mm -hmm. They diagnosed me with COVID PTSD. So even now when I'm in large groups, I'm still kind of, yeah, you know, um, but the reality of, and this was the second time of who I could depend on became ever so present, like every day for me. Mm -hmm. So I had to move differently. 
right? I had to step away from a lot of the relationships that I thought mm -hmm. um, were genuine. Mm -hmm. And that whole, if it doesn't serve me any longer, became real for me um, because I realized that I literally could not be here tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, you know, breathing is a gift. Mm -hmm. I don't take that lightly. Mm -hmm. So I don't waste time with people anymore that are using me. I don't waste time with people who only talk to me when it's beneficial to them and not beneficial to me. That's why I said partnerships it has to be mutually beneficial. Mm -hmm. If we're not, if I'm not getting something, then what are we doing? Then what are we doing? So I think that understanding who you are, what you bring to the relationship, um, and what your expectations are, that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And so my expectations are now requirements. Mm. I require my friends to return a phone call when I reach out. I don't want to feel like I'm bothering you, right? Mm -hmm. You called. I'm like, yep, I'm here. I get on a plane. I fly here because I respect you mm -hmm. and I respect our relationship. Mm -hmm. So if I can't get that, you're not going to see V the MP at no events. You're not going to, mm -mm. I'm home. <laughs> No, I don't have to be everywhere. Mm -hmm. And the people who love me know that I love them mm -hmm. and I'm going to be there for them. For that's sure. not going to change. For sure. Yeah. And that's a hard lesson to learn in business because you think you got to be everywhere and be seen all the time. Uh, uh, you don't. And I'm still making millions. Touche. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So tell the people, how can they, if you're, accepting any new mentees or so I um again working with a smaller group of people in 2023 okay and so I said I was gonna cap it off at 50 I have two programs one is the six figures in six months where I literally take you through marketing strategies to help you uh, make the money it's not all the mindset transformation it's literally marketing strategy this is what you need to do we're gonna get to the money that's a numbers driven group okay right um, the other program that I do is Propel to Millions. That's more of a mastermind where we not only get to the money, mm -hmm. but we do a lot of transformational work. Okay. So that is a 10-month program. Okay. Um, and But you got to apply to both. Okay. You're no longer able to click the link and pay the money, and then you go into the group. Ooh. I don't need your money, right? Um, and I want quality people who are ready to work. Right. Because I can't drag you to success. My men I have a mentor that says, if I have to drag you in, I have to drag you around. Mm. And I can't Ooh, do that. Ooh, that's true. People right. are heavy. What? People are heavy. Yeah. Um, and I mean that in every sense of the word. Mm -hmm. People are heavy. Because people are hurting. People are hurting. Mm-hmm. Oh God, we gotta stop because you know we gotta do a part two. Ah! You, got, you have to come back. Oh, you gotta, you gotta come, come back. back. <laughs> you gotta come back mm -hmm. because we need to talk about this. Yeah, the post COVID, um, the effects of post COVID, mm. the effects of COVID. Mm -hmm. This post COVID syndrome is what I call it mm. um, in uh, business, mm -hmm. and I've seen a lot of people who made a lot of money when everybody had PPP checks. And they broke now. And they're broke. Those people who paid for mentorships and, and all the things, they're broke. And then the coaches didn't give, they didn't get the transformation because they, it, it just wasn't there. 
Mm-hmm. We, we, we got to unpack But everybody was in survival mode, though. So let's be clear. Let's be clear about what happened because... We, I think, well, let's hurry up and talk about well, it. I know, but we... Because people... Everybody was in survival mode. Nobody knew what to expect, right? Okay. As you don't as an entrepreneur. You, you don't know what's around the corner. Mm-mm. You could be as prepared as whatever, but mm-hmm. you, you literally don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think with the pandemic, you have these pandemic uh, millionaires that popped up. They did. What are they at now? Uh, I don't know. That part. So <laughs> <laughs> the foundational things was that... Not there. There you go. Absolutely. So, so this is... And I hope I don't cry because this is where my heart is. My heart is, I was literally on a, co- a call, but some, someone was trying to get in my inner circle. And I was on a call with her and she was at lunch, on her lunch break. And her manager came in and said, you have an admission. Mm. And she just started crying. And she said, whatever I have to do to get in your inner circle, I'll do it. If that means I'll, I'll work, I don't care how many, how many shifts I have to pick up. I'll pick up as many shifts. I can't keep doing this. And I said, you, you, you can't get in my inner circle like that. You can't work your way in. Mm-hmm. I said, it requires more than physical work. And she said, I worked, I made, she made like multiple six figures during COVID with the contracts. And she says, I have no money. Hmm. I can't afford to get in your inner circle. I said, yeah, my inner circle is not for sale. Mm -hmm. You have like, and when that moment happened, my heart just, I broke. I literally broke and I told my husband, I cried about it. And he was like, what, I mean, what is wrong? Like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, because they don't get it. COVID caused an artificial market that is, has not been corrected yet. Mm-hmm. People went out here and made a whole lot of money. And you, you didn't have to go to work. You would make $600, earn $600 a week mm-hmm. unemployment. Mm-hmm. That's why you see uh, for uh, we're hiring signs everywhere now because nobody wants to work. They, mm-hmm. It was all made up. It was mm-hmm. all a fallacy. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, reality is kicking in and now people are it, it survival mode right now is not even the word. Mm. It, it's like the post survival mode. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, and I, and, and I, my heart was so burdened. And I said, and I said to my husband, I woke up one day and I said, I have to build a community. This is not about courses. Right. This is not about classes. Right. Yes, we're, we're coaches. We help. But we, we really do this thing in real life. Like, you really own businesses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to have men- mentees mm-hmm. to make it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to. Like, I don't have to wake up and I still have my money. Just keep my, my real estate just makes money for me. You know, I, I have businesses that I don't work in, mm-hmm. but I have ownership in. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm making money anyway. Right. But my heart is to build a community to help these women, right. the professionals who was there, they were used to making this money, but they didn't, they weren't smart with the money. Right. So right. now we have to go back and rebuild, but we have to start here. Mm-hmm. And 
They, you can't pay me to start here. I get it. Listen, I get it. You know, but but our conversations are different. Yeah, they are. Most of the people who are still trying to figure it out, I ain't gonna say that. They brunched all their money away. They invented all their money away. They tripped all their money away. They, you know, and so now you're like, what? Now what? Now what? You, you have no real estate. You have no businesses, mm-hmm. no profitable businesses. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you know, you don't have stocks. You don't have things like that. Right. Um, so what do you do? You can't work your way to well. Mm-mm. No. And that is the lie. Yeah. That has been the lie for a long time. So, so, oh my God, this has been so good. So good. So good. You got to come back. I listen, because we are entrepreneurs, I can get on a plane on a Wednesday afternoon and fly to Tampa (laughs) to have dinner and conversation with my girlfriend on a Wednesday, you know? So yeah, let's just, yeah. When when we picked you up from the airport and my son was like, she, she doesn't have a bag. I'm like, she's it's a turn and burn. Like, she's it's in and out. She can do that. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't moving, I would stay longer. Yeah. But I'm coming up there. Yeah, yeah, come on. I'm coming come up on, there. Come on, so, come on. yeah, we can do a podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, with my um, floor to ceiling oh, window oh. view from the 40th floor. I'm excited about this new phase. I want to say thank you, though, for having me. I really do. I think these conversations um, are necessary. Oh, they are. They are. For sure. You know, people, people, I didn't, I didn't even want my show. I'm trying to stop saying, stop saying podcast. I didn't even want my show to be about, um, you know, like the cookie cutter shows. I really didn't. Mm -hmm. I I really wanted to have true conversations, you know, not come on my show so you can sell your next product or sell your next course or whatever. But I want, I want people to know you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Like we didn't really talk about what you what you got. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I want people to know. It don't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Because what you have is for you. Right. Nobody can take it away. That's what you got is for you. Absolutely. Yeah, you work for it. I'm excited. You should I'm excited be. for where this is going for you. Oh, thank you. And I'm proud of you. Are you? Mm hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Absolutely, friend. <laughs> I love it. I do too. I love it. All right, rich friends. I told you. I told you. Isn't she the bomb? Yes, yes, she is the bomb. Hey, listen, if you enjoyed this show, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. You know all the things. You know I, I comment back. I read all my comments. If you're watching or listening on Apple, Pod, Apple, whatever they call it, iTunes, whatever, I don't know. But you can go and you can give me a review. That way, guess what? They'll put me in front of more people like you to hear these stories. All right, rich friends. See you next time. And don't forget, you can have it all.